Good morning. Welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral. Today is Saturday of the second week of Lent. Our celebrant this morning is Father Salvo, and this Mass is being offered for the repose of the soul of Patrice McAllister Guiney. Please rise, my brothers and sisters, and please avail yourselves of the hymnal in the, on the side of the uh, Our Lady Chapel, the chapel. Let us sing together number 720, 720, the first verse of praise to the living God. And as we begin these sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins and ask our Lord to grant us his peace, his mercy, and his forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you came to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners to yourself. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, who grant us by glorious healing remedies while still on earth to be partakers of the things of heaven, guide us, we pray, through this present life and bring us to that light in which you dwell. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Micah. Shepherd your people with, a, with your staff, the flock of your inheritance that dwells apart in a woodland in the midst of Carmel. Let them feed in Bashan and Gilead, as in the days of old, as in the days when you came from the land of Egypt. Show us wonderful signs. Who is there like you, the God who removes guilt and pardons sin for the remnant of his inheritance? Who does not persist in anger forever, but delights, rather, in clemency, and will again have compassion on us, treading underfoot our guilt. 
you will cast into the depths of the sea all our sins. You will show faithfulness to Jacob and grace to Abraham, as you have sworn to our fathers from days of old. The word of the Lord. The response is, the Lord is kind and merciful. The Lord is kind and merciful. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all my being. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. The Lord is kind and merciful. He pardons all your iniquities. He heals all your ills. He redeems your life from destruction. He crowns you with kindness and compassion. The Lord is kind and merciful. He will not always chide, nor does he keep his wrath forever. Nor, not according to our sins does he deal with us, nor does he requite us according to our crimes. The Lord is kind and merciful. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so surpassing is his kindness towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he put our transgressions from us. The Lord is kind and merciful. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, and go to my father and I will say to him father I have sinned against heaven and against you praise to you Lord Jesus Christ King of endless The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus. But the Pharisees and scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So to them Jesus addressed this parable. A man had two sons. And the younger son said to his father, Father, give me the share of your estate that should come to me. So the father divided the property between them. After a few days, the younger son collected all his belongings and set off to a distant country where he squandered his inheritance in a life of dissipation. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck that country and he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens who sent him to his farm to tend the swine. And he longed to eat his fill of the pods on which the swine fed, but nobody gave him any. Coming to his senses, he thought, how many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food to eat, 
but here I am dying from hunger. And I shall get up and go to my father, and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you work, would treat one of your hired workers. So he got up and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him and kissed him, his son, and said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father ordered his servants, quickly bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Take the fattened calf and slaughter it. Then let us celebrate with a feast because this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Then the celebration began. Now the older son had been out in the field, and on his way back, as he neared the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. He called one of the servants and asked what this might mean. The servant said to him, Your brother has returned, and your father has slaughtered the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. He became angry, and when he refused to enter the house, his father came out and pleaded with him. He said to his father in reply, Look, all these years I served you, and not once did I disobey your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat to feast on with my friends. But when your son returns, you, who swallowed up your property with prostitutes, for him you slaughtered the fattened calf. He said to him, My son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice, because your brother was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. The Gospel of the Lord. This is a masterpiece parable that Jesus gives us that has inspired many parable, many masterpieces in the art and literature. But most importantly of all, the reason he is giving it to us is to reveal to us the love and the mercy of our Heavenly Father, which is the reason that the Son of God came to earth, and here he is describing his Heavenly Father and our Heavenly Father in all his love and mercy. And we see that not only is the Father here, who represents the Heavenly Father, so willing to forgive his son in a way that he even left him better than he was before he, he, he had gone in the first place because now he had the robe and the sandals and the ring, but he had been waiting for him all along. The fact that he, it says here that, that the father caught sight of him when he was still off at a distance very much shows the fact that most likely the house where they lived was up on a hill of some sort. But the, more, the important thing is that every day he would go see the different places, all the roads leading up to the house to see if it was the day that the sun was coming back. And when he spotted him from a distance, he ran to him in that embrace of love and mercy, of which he also shows 
in the way that he so gently speaks to, to the other brother who was self-righteous in his own ways and took his love and mercy for granted because he felt that he deserved it and not something to be that he was given freely. And there he is being a, a loving father to both the prodigal son and the son that had never left but was self-righteous and, and almost calculating in the way that he received that love. So, of course, we represent these sons in, in, in whatever way we are right now. But the Heavenly Father is the Heavenly Father waiting to give us his love and mercy. And there is so much to meditate on and to analyze and to think about in, in this parable. But something that's beautiful, I always like to think about this, is what, what could have happened after the day of his return, after the day of the party with the prodigal son. Because there are many ways that, that could have continued the story. We, of course, we want the ideal one, which is the fact that from that, that day on, he cherished every moment of his existence as a beloved son, who, and, he, and he cherished the moment of what it means to be in the father's house rather than being squandering everything, living outside of it, and therefore became the best son possible. That is, of course, the hope. But let's be realistic. There are many other parts of this story. The son could have been like that for a few days and then said, you know what? I had more fun squandering, and I need that more, and I'm bored here, and, and my father is a nice guy, but you know, there's only so much I'm going to do in his house, and going back to his old life, even if it means getting, going eventually back to the swine, and, and, and to the dirt, and to the, and to the hunger, as it always leads us when we return to sin. The other thing that he could have done, and this might seem strange, but at the same time, it's more common than we think. The son, after coming to his senses, could have been, you know, this is so good of my father to treat me this way, but I don't deserve this. This is ridiculous. I, 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 I after every, if he knew what I did, if and he knew the way I lived, he, 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 he doesn't, I don't deserve this mercy and this love. And, and therefore he stays there, but with, with a type of, of, of blockage of that mercy and that love, a type of, of wall, a boundary, because he really doesn't feel that he deserves, almost being annoyed at the father for being so nice to him when he feels that he should be punished, almost, almost rejecting all of his love and mercy every day and, and starting that relationship with him, which is one trying to love, the other trying to block off that love because of his own way of thinking. And even though that might sound like a strange way for the prodigal son to continue his life, maybe it sounds very familiar to us because we do that too all the time in which we, are, we have this heavenly father that wants to forgive us, that wants to give us new life, and he rejoices in that. But instead of us rejoicing with him and, and receiving it with all of our love and gratitude and becoming the best sons and daughters possible, we decide to have a perpetual type of guilt. We decide to have a perpetual type of blockage of that mercy because we don't trust it enough or we become suspicious of it or we basically don't want it because we'd rather be punished. And that is not what God wants. He wants us to be his free and, and beloved sons and daughters 
not only when we come home finally to heaven, but already here on earth, that we embrace that each day and truly with that love that we receive from him then become the sons and daughters that love like him as best as we can, which is what he wants for his both, both of his sons and for everyone. So let us, let us try to live uh, with this gratitude of his mercy and to trust what he is giving us each day, that embrace, that welcomes us home, even when we deserve it the least. God bless you. And now let us ask our Heavenly Father to help us with all of our needs. Let us pray for all Christians as we continue our Lenten journey. May the Lord lead us to a deeper conversion from sin and help us experience more fully God's compassion and healing. Let us pray to the Lord. For leaders everywhere, may the Holy Spirit give them courage and wisdom in serving their people. Let us pray to the Lord. For communities and neighborhoods that face violence or poverty, may God restore peace and security to them. Let us pray to the Lord. For our faith community, may the Holy Spirit guide us in conforming our hearts and minds to the gospel message. Let us pray to the Lord. And for our beloved dead, especially for the soul of Patrice, May they come to dwell in the house of the Lord. Let us pray to the Lord. God of salvation, in your goodness you draw us to yourself. Please listen to the prayers we have made for the salvation of the world. We ask through Christ our Lord. Pray, brothers and sisters, that this my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. Through these sacred gifts we pray, O Lord, may our redemption yield its fruits, restraining us from unruly desires and leading us onward to the gift of salvation through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For you have given your children a sacred time for the renewing and purifying of their hearts that freed from disordered affections, they may so deal with the things of this passing world as to hold rather to the things that eternally endure. 
And so with all the angels and saints, we praise you as without end we acclaim. indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Resurrection and all who have died in your mercy, 
Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with the Blessed Joseph her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
If you are able, my brothers and sisters, please join in singing number 746, 746, Shepherd of Souls. Let us pray. May your divine sacrament, O Lord, which we have received, fill the inner depths of our hearts, and by its working, mightily within us, make us partakers of its grace, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Bow your heads and pray for God's blessing. May the ears of your mercy be open, O Lord, to the prayers of those who call upon you, and that you may grant what they desire. Have them ask what is pleasing to you, through Christ our Lord. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass is ended, and let us go in peace. And let us ask our Blessed Mother to help us to be sons and daughters that trust and thank the Heavenly Father, for his love and mercy. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And have a beautiful day, everyone. We sing together, brothers and sisters, number 791. The first verse of There's a Wideness in God's Mercy, 791. Someone 